Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. My name is Lee, soon to be Phoenix Grace, and I created this podcast to have conversations that will make us rise to the most powerful version of ourselves. I get it. You might be feeling a little lost and powerless, but I'm here to let you in on a little secret. The more you know and talk about the things that are pulling at your heart, the easier it is to rise into the person that you were meant to be. I know this because I've done it myself, so come along with me as we talk about resiliency, this crazy thing we call life, our bodies, our souls, and things that are a little bit woo. I'm so excited for you to be here, and I can't wait to rise with you. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode four of the Rising with Venus Grace podcast. I appreciate you being here. I am recording this in my favorite chair in my bedroom um, on a finally warm spring Saturday evening. Yes, this is what I do on Saturdays to get crazy. And I know it's going to seem like it's last minute since this is dropping on Sunday, but I actually had another episode ready to go and I realized that it was kind of missing an origin story. So I was like, oh, I probably should um, lead with that one before I jump into the one that I had recorded. So as always, just coming to you, just completely me unedited. And I'm really excited to do this episode because in so many ways, I really do feel like this is my origin story. It's not my early childhood story or any of that, but I do feel like it's when my life really changed when an opportunity came about that changed the whole trajectory of my life as I thought I had planned and I had known it. So here I am in 2011. Yes, 2011. I am working at this amazing restaurant in Boise, Idaho called Barbacoa. And it was a dream job to get, a great place to work. I was working with so many new people that I had never met. And I was working with some old friends that I'd known um, for about eight years. And I just thought that was my life. I thought that I was going to work in restaurants in Boise, that I was eventually going to meet my husband there, that that's where I was going to have my babies. And that was where I was going to live forever. Two hours away from my hometown, two hours away from my parents with this core group of friends that mostly I'm still friends with today. So to my Boise peeps, I love you all so much, so dearly. And I thought that was it, but it never felt right. It never felt, I could never quite see it all. And maybe that's just because of all of the um, lackluster dating choices I had made up until then that I just couldn't picture it. I really couldn't. I could not picture my future forever in, in Boise, Idaho. I went to work one night, these two friends that I had, you know, known for a while now come up to me and they go, 
our buddy, a mutual friend of ours, just got us or said he could get us jobs working in the winter season in St. Thomas to make a shit ton of money. We're going to do it. Do you want to go? If you knew me before I was, before I did this, even now it's starting to come back finally. I am not spontaneous. I am a planner. I am a thinker. I'm kind of a control freak. Thank you, trauma responses. And so to this day, this, this answer still kind of shocks me, but my friends asked me, do you want to go? And I immediately say yes. I would also like to add, I have no idea where St. Thomas is. I've heard of it. I'm assuming it's at the Caribbean somewhere or Caribbean, however you like to say it. But if you gave me a map of the world, I would not be able to point it out. And I had no money in savings. I had one credit card. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I had no idea. I had no idea how any of it was going to work. But there was something inside of me that said yes. And that never freaked out about how it was all going to work. I never sat around going, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can handle being away from my family and my friends. None of that ever crossed my mind to the point, at least, of stopping me from doing it. It took me like two weeks to tell my parents, mostly my mom. And I was so scared because I know that my mom liked having me so close. And it took them a while to get on board. I remember that. So we, I think we started planning that in January or February and we moved the end of October. And the day we flew out of Boise, my mom was, my mom took me to the airport and we were crying at the gate or at the, um, before we got into the security checkpoint, like bawling. And then I remember being absolutely terrified in that moment. Like, what am I doing? I remember turning around and looking at my mom and like waving by, like I was never going to see her again. And then we went to the bar and we had some shots and <laughs> we got on the plane. And the beginning of it was really hard. It was really hard. It was a culture shock. It was a financial shock. It was realizing that these people that I loved and adored and spent a lot of time with, living with them was different. The first two months were really hard and I almost gave up. I almost came home. Again, there was something inside of me that said no. Like, you cannot give up on this. You cannot go home. And about January, things started to shift. I made a group of friends outside of the friends that I came with. I got a different job and made friends through that. And I started pursuing my dive certifications and ended up getting my advanced dive certification. And I believe when I left St. Thomas, I'd already done 30 dives. 
and found this thing that I was obsessed with and that I loved so very much that I never would have done if I would have moved there. And also came to the conclusion that I was never going back to Boise, Idaho to live anyway, that I didn't belong there. And that was cemented in how I felt by the end of those six months. And then that led me to move to Hawaii. And that led me to my ex-husband. And then that led me to being in Hawaii, led me to go back to the Caribbean because I was not ready for Hawaii. I was not financially prepared for Hawaii. I was not emotionally prepared to fall in love with my roommate. I wasn't ready for it. So I went back to Puerto Rico. And then when I was there, like, I think it was like my second week there. And one of my coworkers, two of the guys that I worked with were like, hey, we work in Nantucket for the summer. We can get you a job. Why don't you come up there for the summer? And again, it was an absolute yes. Yes, I will go. Again, I didn't know where Nantucket was. No idea. But I had to do it. And when I went to Nantucket, I had that youthful, quintessential summer of my life. It was amazing and drunk and reckless and soul-changing. And I knew when I was there that I was going back to Hawaii. That was where I wanted to end up. That was where I wanted to be. And I can still look back at those two years of my life. And in some ways, I am still astounded that I did them. I'm really proud of it. And I only think that it's kind of been recently in the last few years that it's really been reflecting on the fact that the voice inside of me, who I have now named and will take the name of, that the phoenix inside of me answered for me, that that voice inside of me, that my intuition knew more than I could ever know on the surface level of what I was saying yes to, but that I had to say yes. I had to go and there was no talking myself out of it. There was no making excuses. There was no, I feel like if I was presented with that option now, granted I'm a mom and have dogs and a house and all those, that jazz, but like, I would overthink it so much. Like, I can't do that. Are you kidding? What, what am I going to do? So that's something, especially in the last eight months, that has really been coming back to me is listening to my intuition, listening to her to really go with that gut instinct when I'm presented with a decision of yes, no, you know, and not, not be overthinking it and not be overanalyzing the choices. A few months ago, I think it was in November, I was going through social media And I had somehow started following this yoga studio that's from the Detroit area, which is about three hours away from where I am. And they posted this yoga retreat. Sign up next week for this yoga retreat. You know, put your email in to be on the list. I put my email in. It was an immediate yes. I have to do that. I have to go there. 
like it didn't matter. I didn't care about how much it cost. I didn't care. Like I had to go do that. And that weekend was, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It re, it re-showed me. (laughs) It showed me again how to get in touch with that inner voice, how to listen to myself and to my intuition, how to be brave and take a chance. I went to a yoga retreat with 25 women that I had never met before. And I was driving up to this beautiful, ginormous Airbnb. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? I'm going to go spend the weekend in a house with 25 people that I don't know. Like, why did I think this was a good idea? It was the best idea. It was the best idea. And I went into that weekend. We had to talk. We shared this in our last day. But I went into that weekend being like, I'm going to meet a best friend here. Like there's going to be one woman here and we're going to connect and like, I'm going to leave with a best friend. And what I left with was my self-worth. What I left with was connecting to myself again. And this happened on my yoga mat, surrounded by these 25 women during our practice, um, bawling my eyes out on my yoga mat. And just reconnecting and just hearing my inner voice reminding me that I am loved, that I am enough, that I am worthy. My soul, my heart, my intuition knew that I needed that. And so when that opportunity popped up, it was an immediate yes. So the reason I wanted to share this besides I love this story, I love those two years of my life. It was, I talk a lot about it in the next episode about the people that I meet and how they all changed me. But just even living, I felt like I lived so incredibly present. And not just because I was living in really beautiful places. But I think in some ways, because I knew they had an end date, I knew I was going to be there for anywhere between four to six months. And then I would be moving on to somewhere else. And I had to make the most of it. I had to make every single day count. I had to love these people fiercely and strongly because I was only going to be with them for a certain amount of time. One of my friends I was lucky enough to be with in Puerto Rico and Nantucket, and I got 10 months with him. And I am internally grateful that I got to love him for all 10 of those months. And then I got to be his friend for those 10 months. And then I had his friendship for those 10 months even though I might never see him again. But I was so present because I knew there was an end date. And also because it was my choice. It was my decision to be there. I couldn't put it on anybody else. And that made me feel really strong because I feel like as we get older, that there's so many things that aren't just our choice especially when you start adding spouses and pets and houses and kids into the mix that you have to consider all of these other things when making a decision. But for those two years of my life, I didn't have to think about anything else. I just got to do what I wanted. And that felt so damn good. So that's part of why I wanted to say, like do this episode and tell this story is because I love it. 
I love those two years of my life. And I am recording this as a video and an audio, and maybe one day I'll post the audio or the video of it. And you can see that I am completely lit up talking about it because I do. I lived so well those two years and so boldly and so ugh, fantastically. And if I wouldn't have listened, if I would have hemmed and hawed and said, I got to think about it, I wouldn't have done it. And I don't even want to think about what my life would be like if I hadn't have done it. And I'm not advising you to be reckless. I'm not advising you to go do stupid things that could harm your relationships or harm people that you care about or harm yourself. But I am encouraging you to listen to your intuition for those moments that are immediate yeses. It's like when you meet somebody and you instantly are like, we have to be friends. Maybe this doesn't happen for other people, but it happens for me all the time where um, I'll meet somebody and I'll be like, oh, I want them as my friend like right now. And depending on the person depends on how I approach the situation, but we know, you know, and I don't want to say like love at first sight, but like we know that there's some people when we meet them, we know instantly that they're supposed to be in our lives. I have a dear friend in Hawaii and there was something about him. The moment that I met him, that I knew that I would be safe with him. I knew that he would teach me things and that he would challenge me and that I would learn from him. And I knew it instantly. So many of my girlfriends are like that. My friend that was my best friend in Nantucket was like that. We spent one afternoon together. And it was like, yep, we are, we're soul sisters. We're going to be best friends for life. It's the same thing. It's that part of us that knows more than we know. That part of us that is operating on a different level than seeing everything through our very limited, like human view. And I'm hoping that I get more moments like this. I'm hoping that as I am open to hearing things, open to receiving things, that now that my life has shifted and changed so much in this last eight months that I have the mental space now to be open to those things, that I'm not having to constantly devote all of that space to figuring other things out. And even if it's not a big, crazy two-year adventure for you, I hope that there's something that comes along that sparks your soul that you just say yes to, that you can look back and see the way that I see those two years of my life and know that you end up where you're supposed to be I don't believe that everything happens for a reason. I don't believe there's necessarily a lesson in everything that happens to you. But I do believe that we are where we are supposed to be and we meet who we're supposed to meet. 
And that's why if I look back at that, that 25 year old version of me and think about if she chose a different choice, ugh, it like guts me. And it also makes it so like, I don't really have any, like, I don't have any regrets. I think I talk about that in the next podcast episode, but I really don't. Of course, there's situations I wish turned out different. Conversations that I had before it was too late with certain people, better ways I could have handled situations. Of course, there's always those things. But as far as what I did to end up to where I am, nope. Because this is where I was supposed to be. And I'm so grateful to that voice inside of me, to that girl inside of me who was stronger than I ever possibly knew that she took that chance. Listen to your intuition. It's a really loud, hectic, crazy world right now. Find the time. Find the time to sit with yourself and to listen and to remind yourself that you don't have to make decisions instantly. Unless it's a fuck yes, then make it. But not everything needs an instant reaction. Give yourself time to listen to what you really want. And it might be really fucking scary. And it might be something that you know, 90% of the people in your life are not going to understand. And sometimes making those choices is really lonely and it's really hard. I had one of my, what I thought was going to be a best friend, a brother for life, flat out look at me when I moved. Oh gosh. I think it was Puerto Rico. Move number three. And he goes, I don't get it. I don't understand what you're doing. All of your friends are here. Your family's here. Like, why are you leaving Idaho? I don't understand it. And that viewpoint eventually, like, cost our friendship. Because he didn't understand it. And he took a personal, which had nothing to do with him. I loved him very much. I loved all of, I love all of my Idaho peeps. I loved my parents. It had nothing to do with thinking less or not loving anybody enough, but it had everything to do with knowing that I didn't belong there and I didn't want to be there. So I was going to do what I needed to do in order to make that happen. So if you're faced with a decision that you know that there's going to be people in your life that don't understand, I know right now there's people going, why the fuck is she changing her name? I don't get it. But I know at the end of the day, like, it's not for anybody else. It's for me. And it's okay to do things for yourself. It really is. Despite what we've been taught and conditioned to believe. So my friends, as I close this out, I encourage you to be bold. <sighs> to know that not everybody is going to like what you do. And to listen to yourself and to your intuition. 
because it's there. It's always there. It's always guiding us. And even if you haven't listened to it for a long time, it hasn't gone anywhere. Thank you for letting me share my story with you. Thank you for listening and for being here. And until next time, my friends, take good care of you. Good night. Before you go, I just want to talk to you about one more thing that has been a total game changer in my life, and that is CBD. In the midst of the pandemic in 2020, and I was getting ready to also move across country, I found myself more anxious, not sleeping, and just completely miserable. And I finally decided to start taking CBD. And wow, what a game changer it was. If you're interested in CBD, I highly encourage you to look at Nuvita. Nuvita is a woman-owned company based here in Michigan, and part of its proceeds every month go to end human trafficking. There is rigorous testing and quality control, and the product itself is just amazing. So if you suffer with anxiety, with gut issues, with sleep, CBD might be the thing for you. If you want to check it out, head to www.nuvitacbd.com and use promo code LEANDA10 to save.